0: Welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to discover how traditional business owners are leveraging the power of being a published author to grow their business. Get ready to discover practical and proven ways to enhance your reputation, build trust, and establish authority by authoring your own short, helpful book. On every episode, you'll hear from guest Main Street authors who have successfully authored, published, and leveraged their own book and want you to do the same. Now, here's your host of the Main Street Author Podcast, Mike Capuzzi.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to inspire business owners to author, publish, and leverage their own short, helpful books, or shooks as I call them. Now today, I'm pleased to be able to have a conversation with podcasting expert and author Tom Schwab. Tom is the CEO and founder of Interview Valet and the author of the recommended book, Podcast Guest Profits, which is one of the first books I bought a year ago when starting this podcast. As a Navy veteran who ran nuclear power plants, very cool, by the way, and an inbound marketing engineer, Tom is a, has a refreshingly unique approach. He focuses on time-proven strategy, then supercharge it to, with today's technology and podcast interview marketing. As an author, speaker, and teacher, Tom helps you get more traffic, leads, and raving customer fans by being interviewed on targeted podcasts. Tom, welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast.
2: Mike, I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: And as I was saying before we hit the record button, you know, your book was definitely, if not the first book I bought on podcasts, because it spoke specifically to me and my goals. Uh, it was definitely one of the first and uh, a great book. I know we're going to talk about that today, but thank you very much for joining me today. Now, Tom, just for our listeners' benefit, can you tell me a bit about, let's talk about your current business, Interview Valet, and what you do and how you serve people.
2: Sure. So our mission is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of ideal customers they could serve for the betterment of all. And we do that, those introductions, through targeted podcast interviews. You know, my point of view is that today this idea of breaking through the noise is laughable. We're just adding to the noise. And the best way to, to get someone to know, like, and trust you is really to get introduced by somebody they already respect. In this case, it's, you know, uh, a podcast host and really going in front, getting invited on there. And that's what we help people do so that they can talk to their ideal listeners.
1: Yeah. And I, I got to tell you um, a, a real quick story because it, it's relevant to all this. i f- had friends of mine suggesting I do a podcast for years. And I was like, I don't want to do a podcast. I just, you know, and I'm a very content focused person. So I've always worried about the content's, you know, content's got to be great. I've, You know, I've always got to come up with new ideas, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it really caused me to not do it. And then I spoke with a gentleman who really shed some new light and said, Mike, it's it's not so much about the content. I mean, you have, to have good content, of course, but it's about making connections. With um, guests and hosts and all that, and as soon as I sort of reframe that, Tom, which is I know what your book talks about, it just totally, you know, just you know, I said, no, I got to do a podcast, and we're a year into this now, and it's been great. I've met some great people, yourself included, and yes, it's generated business, which is always important. So, you know, I, I just think it's 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 really an opportunity for someone who you know, to think a little bit differently about podcasting. And and that's I mean, really, that's the reason you wrote this specific book. I mean, you wrote a great book, which obviously connects to the back end of what you do in your business. But let's talk about this book. Was this the first book you wrote, Tom?
2: It is. Well that's the second version of the first book, if that makes sense. The first book was a cheesy <laughs> PDF. And I've got to say that I started to do this. we have seeing great results with it. And I just thought You know, people would ask me, so I put together this cheesy, probably 10 page PDF and uh, people said um, that makes sense. You know, can you do a course on it? So I did a course and then realized that people weren't really getting the results from the course. So I never took it out of beta. So we started to do a done for you service and then based on what we learned in that done for you service now over what 6 years, 500 clients, 20,000 interviews, really that's what in what went into making the book. And it's the it's the same playbook that we use for our company that you know has 18 people in it and serves 100 clients.
1: So that's very cool. So you had this this business evolved and you decided then to leverage this time-tested strategy of writing a very specific book that has lots of great content as you said. But that also introduces readers to how you serve your clients and and, and really extends the opportunity to work with you, right?
2: Very much so. And we focus on three verticals. It's not where our clients are, but where our clients' clients are. So that's business, faith and Christianity, and health and nutrition and wellness. So what I was finding is people would ask me, well, how do you do it? And they'd be in a different vertical. And I didn't want to serve all You know, be all things to all people. So I still wanted to be able to help them, and some people, you know, couldn't afford a done-for-you service. I still wanted to help them, and so really, it was a great way to put the information out there to be seen as the thought leader on it. It opened up so many doors to speak at conferences, Um, and I'm always amazed how many people that become clients of ours said, "Yeah, I read the book. Um, You seem to know everything that's going on here. You understand it. Uh, Why don't you do it for me?"
1: Yeah, well, I mean that's that's what we talk about here on this podcast is how the power of going in your words from a cheesy PDF to what is a, a first of all it's a great looking book. I mean it's a real book, and 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 that strategy has worked for decades, uh, countless times over the decades for lots of different types of business owners and businesses. But again, you know, here's yet another example of where a very specific book topic, because yours is unique. It's not about how to start a podcast. And I want to I want to hear your, you know, more thoughts about your book and who you wrote it for and what it goes into. But it's it's really about this idea of being a guest on podcasts and how that can really turn into valuable connections.
2: Very much so. And uh, uh, to me, it's like, you should be a, uh, people say, should you be a guest or a host? I'm like, to me, it's, It's what your goals are, right? Should I be an Uber driver or an Uber passenger? Well, being a host is a great way to nurture um, current leads, uh, current customers, and being a guest is a great way to go out there. Uh, And I think um, there's benefits to both.
1: Give us a little more insight about the book, Podcast Guest Profits. What will a reader, like who's a targeted reader? Um, I know you kind of mentioned some of the verticals, but, and what will they get by reading this book? Yes,
2: and really, it was written because so many of my friends were asking the questions, well, how do you do this? And, you know, once you've done it once, it's not a magic trick. It's just a process that you can follow along. And so it's really written for people that know that they could help lots of people with their current product or service or knowledge, but there's just one problem. They, they aren't heard. They're obscure. And they're frustrated you know, the, they've got a great product, but everybody's telling them break through the noise, you're one funnel away. And in their heart, they know it's not working. They know that the best things come from conversations and they're trying to figure out how to scale conversations. And especially today, you know, where travel and, and physical stages aren't an option, they're like, well, how can I get out there? And it could be coaches, it could be consultants, We do a lot of authors with uh, podcast book tours, right? Instead of going around from Barnes and Noble to Barnes and Noble and nobody's in there anymore, uh, why not just go on targeted podcast interviews from wherever you are and and talk to your ideal readers? It's even for for brands, you know, companies that have great things to, to say and could help a lot of people, but they can't break through the noise. And so I always say, don't break through the noise, get in on the conversation, that your customers are listening to. And the other thing is for people that understand the power of leverage. You can start your own podcast and build that up. And that's one way to do it, but that takes a lot longer and it's a lot of work. Whereas if you can leverage other people's audiences, leverage other people's authority, um, that's a powerful way to do it. And finally, I would say it's for those people like me that have written a lot of blogs in their life, but every one of them felt like a homework assignment. The ones that love to talk about their business, love to answer questions, um, podcast interviews are such a powerful way to do that. And the great part is, is that you can speak, then you can transcribe that and make blogs out of it, make books out of it, make social media posts. Uh, So it's really a, a wonderful medium for those people that love to talk about their expertise or their business.
1: Yeah, and the good news, and I, you know, I, I can't say I study the analytics and all the, you know, behind the scenes stuff of what's going on in the podcast industry, but it seems to be, a, it, it's growing. There's still tons of opportunity. It's not like it's a, even though podcasts have been around for a while, it's not like it's, you know, people are tired of podcasts. I mean, from all data that I've read and things I've read, it seems like there's still tons of opportunities to uh, leverage this strategy. Is that is that a correct assumption?
2: very much so and with
1: that you know right
2: now the le- latest data says that 51% of the us population listens to podcasts and you know on average these people are above average income level and above average education these are the early adopters the people that are looking for new ideas new solutions you know god love them there are people that are glad they've never read a book since high school and listen to 80s rock no no judgment there uh but those aren't the people that are listening to podcasts you know people that listen to podcasts are really your ideal customers they're ones looking for answers looking for new ideas um and uh, i i still think we're at the beginning of the golden age of podcasts um and how it's going to grow over this next decade i think is going to amaze us all and really you know is it a podcast still I don't know. You know, some of them are being picked up by Sirius XM now on terrestrial radio. Um, Other ones are picked up by local radio stations. If you take video and put it up on YouTube, is that a podcast anymore? I don't know. I just (laughs) glad people can find the information that's easy for me to create the way I want to and easy for them to consume the way they want to.
1: I mean, it, it definitely parallels. I mean, I'm in the book world, the physical book world, uh, every day, and it, it, it parallels that a lot because I always, you know, preach about the power of a short, helpful book and 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 helping before selling and all that. And your strategy with the podcast and being a guest uh, on podcasts is is very similar. So uh, I think that's why I enjoyed the book so much and resonated. Now. You mentioned this was your first book. I know it's a, you, you, you uh, published it a few years back. And um, if you could go back to that time, Tom, you, you know, do you recall any sort of immediate benefits that you got? I mean, you, you've sort of alluded to it already. Um, you, you were being recognized as expert. But, you know, I always try to tell folks that, or, or show folks that by publishing that first book, it can really open up doors. What, what did it do for you when you first published the book?
2: It opened
1: up doors and it it helped clarify my thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. And
2: I remember talking to Mike Stelsner from Social Media Marketing World. Great, great conference out there in San Diego. And I asked him, what does it take um, to be on your stage? And one of the things that he he put on there was to be very famous or to have written a book. And I said, well, why are those on there? And he's like, well, if if you're famous, right, you're going to, Bring people along to the conference and they're, they're going to buy that or they're going to sign up for it. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. I, I've looked in the mirror. I'm not going to be that kind of famous. <laughs> and I said, well, why a book? And he said, because if you have written a book, it shows me that you have thought through this. It shows me that you have condensed it down all your thoughts. And he said, writing a book makes you a better speaker. And I thought, yeah, I don't know about that. Then I wrote the book. And it did. The book gave me the platform and the, the framework to go out and give keynote speeches. And I was amazed all of the opportunities I had for either being a podcast guest or being a keynote speaker because I had the book. You know, there's a, a study I, I don't I've heard of this study. I've never seen it. But it said that a published author is more respected than a Ph.D., and i figured as hard as writing the book was for me a phd would have been a <laughs> lot harder so uh <laughs> the the first book is the toughest the second one is always easier
1: yeah and 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 you learn things and there's definitely you know different strategies we we you know kind of uh, with our book publishing clients have a very unique sort of process and 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 blueprint if you will um on the type of book but again i think what's so cool about yours is i found it like a consumer. I You know, I wasn't looking for your book to have you as a guest. I mean, somebody connected us, a mutual friend. But I, again, a year ago, I remember I was one of your online pages or funnels. And I want to talk about that, like how you use your book um, and how you're using it today to, to get, you know, readers and ultimately clients. But I got to say, when I got the package, it was a, an impressive little package. I mean, you just didn't send the book. Uh, I didn't buy it on Amazon. I went through your, you know, your funnel, and um, you did a nice job on that. So how are how are you using the book, Tom, or how did you use it to to really, you know, drive business?
2: And the, and the thing is, is a lot of people will say, "Well, how much do you make on a book?" Well, I didn't write it just to, you know, uh, be the next Stephen King. I wrote it to help people and show my expertise. So I've been really. Um, focused on how many books that I can get out there being read, being listened to, being shared, not necessarily how many I sell. So, you know, I, I always joke that, uh, it sells well on Amazon and I make, um, I make enough each week to take my wife out, um, to the fanciest restaurant in town. Uh, we live in a small town. The salad bar is the only thing that's not deep fried. So, <laughs> but I give away a lot more books mm-hmm. and you know, either just a free book, giving it away or the free plus shipping. And then the other thing too, is like you said, um, you know, some people call your book, well, it's a business card. And so they'll just take the book and, you know, throw it in a, in a vanilla envelope and, and send it to somebody. Would you just do that with your business card, throw it in an envelope? Probably not. It doesn't take that much time to either sign the book or put a little note card in it, or, um, uh, you know, put a business card in it. And that has made all the difference in the world um, where people now feel like it's a special gift and they'll either respond and thank me or they'll leave a review because that's usually the, the ask I do. You know, if this has benefited you, uh, let other people know, leave a review.
1: Yeah, and it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it, it... It allows you, I always say, you know, authoring and publishing a book allows you as the author to market at a higher and more sophisticated level. And to your point of just the business card, I mean, you're right. You know, uh, you know, I always say no one ever thanks you. You don't get thank you cards for giving someone a business card or a brochure, but you will get thank you notes and cards when you send somebody your printed book. And and that that's a differentiator. I mean there's you know i don't again i don't know your business specifically uh, and how many people are doing what interview valet does but um you know i'm guessing most of them are probably not authors that have written a book uh that really you know articulates the subject matter that, like like you guys do and that you do now what about tom in in the realm of everything you're doing i mean you you you're doing a lot of marketing where does the book sort of fit in as far as you know being a marketing asset you know really again being a valuable part of your business
2: oh it's a key part of it so from the standpoint of that's sort of the the small gift i always give away so on a podcast interview i'll always give away free copies of the book if i'm speaking at an event i i ship in um hundreds of copies of the book so i can either give them out at the booth Or that I can give them out after the talk. And it's like, why wouldn't I? And so with that, you know, and it's great too, because before you mentioned that we have more competition now. Uh, When we started, most people would ask, what's a podcast? (laughs) You know, and now it seems like, you know, uh, everybody says they can do exactly what we do. But it's amazing when I get, um, when I get introduced from the stage or on a podcast, uh, one of the top marketing podcasts in the United States called my book, the Bible of podcast guesting. So all of a sudden when they start using that tagline there, yeah, Tom Schwab and interview ballet, they wrote the Bible of podcast guesting. That's a nice positioning point that I like to have. Uh, Nobody else can say that claim or is known for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that, I mean, you met again, it was your words, the cheesy PDF, but uh, I'm a proponent of it's got to be a quality book. You know, it doesn't, you, you don't have to be the next Shakespeare or Hemingway, so it's not about the style of writing necessarily. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of folks that probably say about books, well, it doesn't matter if they don't read it or, you know, they're not going to get past the first chapter. I read yours cover to cover, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I don't subscribe to that notion. And I think when you have helpful, quality content, it, it just benefits everybody. So, Tom, Going back to when you first published this, and you said it was, it was a challenge, um, what advice would you give somebody who's listening to us right now, and they have yet to write that first book? Um, they've stalled, they've started, they stalled, or they just haven't started yet. Any, any practical advice for that person?
2: Yes, don't do it yourself. Get some help with it. And I look at that, it's like uh, I've run marathons in my life too. And I had always thought of running a marathon, but never got to the start line of it. You know, never could say that I even started it, much less completed it. It was an overwhelming feat. And the same way I, for, for years, I had thought, oh, I, should, I could do a book. I could do a book and it was just overwhelming. Where do you start? Where do you finish? Um, and so it wasn't until I got a writing coach and made a commitment that I would have the first draft done, uh, by this time. And after I made the commitment and got some help, and they broke it down step-by-step, step. and I understood sort of how the magic trick was done. It's like, oh, okay, this seems, this seems doable. Uh, we're just looking at the finished product, but here's what you've got to do next. Here's why you're doing it. Um, you know, It doesn't have to be the final draft uh, when it first comes out. So all of that really helped me. And so I always tell people, get a writing coach, a company, something like that to work with because it'll make it more enjoyable And you'll actually get a better product out quicker.
1: Well, that's what, you know, we do that and we do it for the type of author, much like yourself, where it's not about selling books. It's about leveraging the book in your business so that it can present products and services. So you worked with a coach. Uh, Just out of curiosity, was there anything that you did, Tom, that you wouldn't do with another book or you'd at least advise someone who's thinking about writing a book? Any mistakes or speed bumps or just something to be aware of? that uh you know sort of a word of caution
2: oh being being your worst critic um i i still cringe when people say oh that was a great book i'm like oh i've read through it now afterwards (laughs) you know when i read through it through audible it's like oh i would have changed that or oh there's a typo (laughs) and all all the rest of that and it's one of the things that i tell people as as a podcast guest right is what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people and if you don't share that Mm. you're not helping them. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you see somebody walking across the street and there's a car coming. Uh, Do you get it perfect on what you should say to them, how you should say it, what tone, all the rest of that? Well, if I yell, will my voice crack? No, just give them the information they need. Uh, They're not going to critique everything. They're just going to be helpful, thankful for the information.
1: It's great advice. And again, this, this notion of of turning the spotlight on not you know the fact that maybe you're not the world's best writer or the world's best speaker or whatever but turning it on to helping others and by the very fact of you getting not you specifically but you know people being consternated by the fact they're not perfect and the message never getting out there i just think is a is a big mistake so i always same thing i advise clients Put the spotlight on who you can help and not the fact that you're not the best writer or, in your case, in your business, the best, quote, speaker. So great stuff. So, Tom, what would you want listeners to take away from our conversation? What one thing would you want them to take away from today's conversation?
2: I think what I just mentioned before, what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people. I believe we're all blessed to be a blessing, right? We've learned a lot of lessons in our lives. And they shouldn't go to our graves with us. It's so easy today to share that, you know, um, with with people, with a podcast host, as a podcast guest, as an author. It's never been easier. So I always uh, challenge myself to just, you know, get over your own ego. Yes, you're not perfect, but get that information out there. It'll make your life richer, and it'll be a blessing to all those people you help. So that's what I would challenge everybody: find a way to share what you know. And I think a great way to do that is the book. It, it solidifies your, your understanding of it, your, your thinking, your platform, and it's going to open up so, so many doors for you.
1: Definitely, definitely. So Tom, how can folks learn more about you, uh, your company, your book? Share that information, please.
2: And I, I told
1: you also that I, I
2: sell a lot of books, but I give more away. So if you want a free copy of Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy, you can just go over to com forward slash MSA for Main Street author. And uh, I'll put a free copy of the book there. There's a self-assessment on how you could use podcast interview marketing uh, to grow your business and your brand. And then I'll also put my calendar link on there. Uh, like I said, we do a lot of virtual book tours. Uh, so if you've got something that you think we could help you with, and you just want to jump on a call to see how we might be able to serve you or give you some uh, insight on how to map out your strategy, just go to interviewvalet.com forward slash MSA. All
1: right, and we'll put that in the the show notes so people have that direct link. And I I, I would encourage anybody who is an author to contact Tom and, and definitely check out his book. It's recommended, and anybody who knows me, I'm not a huge you know endorser of lots of things publicly, but this is a it's a good book, and uh, definitely worth uh, your read. So whether you're an author or you just want to be a guest on podcast, you know you don't have to have a book necessarily, and want to leverage this strategy to share. Your wisdom. Um, So, Tom, that's a very gracious gift, and uh, I suggest and encourage all listeners to go check that out. So, thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate today's conversation. Thank you, Mike. You have a good day. Take care. All right. Thanks, Mike. All the best.
0: You've just listened to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author podcast. If you've been on the fence about writing your own book, there's no better time than now to become a Main Street author. To learn more, visit MainStreetAuthor.com. That's MainStreetAuthor.com. And while you're there, schedule a complimentary strategy session with Mike to discuss your book ideas. See you next time, and remember, you can do this.